Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody-Stanford. Our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health. But by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. This is the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSEN, the sports betting network. It is the Nightcap here on VSEN, inching that much closer championship weekend Friday night Sean everybody stop the presses because we got the road runners in the hilltop and Utah and Oregon will be out here too but that's the important one Sean King's in the house Aaron Oster is a little sad Maryland lost tonight yeah but I mean come on it's Maryland what do you expect you wow you still see even though your team loses last night to an unranked team which I had shout out Ohio State you just still come in Full of confidence. That's right. I wanted us to lose. That's why I didn't bet the game. <laughs> I mean, we have some things we need to fix. If we really want to cut the nets down, we have to improve in a couple areas. So sometimes when you win, it's easy to overlook your deficiencies. We got a big show tonight. Uh, exciting show, as always. It's Wednesday, so that means Brad Evans will join us. The big noise. Start of the second hour. Kenny White, he will join us midnight Eastern, 9 p.m. Uh, Pacific, and then Matoy Pearson, love Mo, my guy, coming in studio, uh, win bet. He will uh, he will break down the action that's been coming in on Championship Weekend. Maybe we'll get into some hypothetical lines uh, of what it could be uh, of some matchups if we were to get there. We have uh, we have big news uh, regarding Thursday Night Football. Not surprising, but uh, certainly news of note. But uh, 
I got to start, and I know it's not a, a massive gambling thing, uh, but I think long-term it could be. I, I think it maybe leads into the bowl season. A man that you know well, mm-hmm. he's going to have a big old job starting pretty soon. All reports say that Marcus Freeman will be the next head coach of Notre Dame. Offensive coordinator Tommy Reese, who reportedly was offered north of $1.2 million to go to LSU to be Brian Kelly's offensive coordinator. He is staying. Uh, and, you know, going back to uh, to Marcus Freeman, he was reportedly offered north of $2.5 million to go to LSU to be their defensive coordinator Wow, what a rise for him, yeah. and uh, this, is, uh, this is something. I consider Marcus a, f- a friend of mine. I-, I could not be happier. It could not happen to a better person. I think he's ready for the job. You know, a lot of expectations oh, there. Yeah. That's probably the only, you know, downside of it, being your first job. But I mean, he's, he's built for this. I think it's great for Notre Dame. I do, too. I think uh, for them to make some headways in some different sectors of recruiting, I think they needed a younger face. I think his ability to connect with the young kids that are now freshmen, sophomores in high school, the parents are younger of the kids that they're going to be recruiting now. I think that'll be an asset for Notre Dame as they get on the recruiting trail. So spinning this to the bowl season and you know maybe even futures, not next year, but big picture, I think a guy like Marcus Freeman, now we don't know how he is in-game. I mean, that's obviously the biggest question. Right? I do. Uh, yeah, I've clinic with him. You know, we've done multiple things that were sponsored by the NFL. They're sponsored by college football. I mean, so I've talked football. I've watched football. We've, you know, traded opinions schematically, uh, philosophically, uh, philosoph- philosophically. So, like, he's one of the smartest, brightest football minds that I've been around. And, and I-, I consider myself, like, in the upper echelon. <laughs> I do, too. I sit next <laughs> to you every day. Um, but, you know, this is an exciting time, I think, for – uh, for Notre Dame football fans. I know there's been a lot of skeptics out there because the last time they hired a guy without head coaching experience, that was Charlie Weiss. That did not work out well. Uh, they hired from within with Bob Davey. That set the program back a couple of years, in my opinion. But I think this is a different situation. I and mean, this is a, this is a program mm-hmm. that is as stable as it's ever been, yep. and the recruiting has never been – I won't say never has been better because, you know, 90s was different, but in the past – 20 years, it's never been better than right now. And I think a big, big reason is because of Marcus Freeman. So, And let me put a bow on it. Yeah. From a gambling prism, you got to back Notre Dame now. 100%. In the bowl game? Yeah. And, and oh, if by absolutely. some Making the way they make the playoffs, I'm still back in Notre Dame because here's why the players wanted Marcus Freeman. Oh, yeah. So everything and they that wanted they Tommy have too. is going to be invested in making sure that they make their new head coach who they all love look good. So Notre Dame's a team. I might even lay a little bit on the 25-1 to 1 right now just because anything could happen this weekend. Now, they need some help yeah. to get in. But if Georgia beats Alabama, Oklahoma State slips up to Baylor, they're probably the next school up. Yeah. So I just think it's worth a play just I- because of the situation. I'll say this, just if you, if you move the college football playoff to the side, and I want to get to the, you know, the potential uh, chaos scenario, which is really interesting to think about. Um, I think Notre Dame, the likely matchup is against Michigan State. 
in the Fiesta Bowl. Mm -hmm. That is the most uh, predicted, and I think if you just read the tea leaves, that's the most likely situation. We won't find out until Sunday. I think the way that the players responded on social media, and I know it's social media, who knows? There's a difference between being motivated and, you know, putting it out there and having it schematic. But players are pretty transparent during these things. And, and They're not adults. They aren't, like, seasoned in negotiating tactics. Like, they're pretty transparent. Like, whatever their emotions, whatever mood mode that has them in, that's what they hit send on. And I think Brian Kelly's remarks, and, th- and by the way, you know, this might sound crazy, but this is how you handicap bowl season. It is a lot of motivation. It is what team cares, you know, what team wants to be there, who's opting out. Now, will Notre Dame have opt-outs? Yeah, I mean, Kyle Hamilton probably won't play. I bet he plays. But he might. Because Marcus is his coach. Right. So it's on the defensive side of the ball, I bet. And, and, again, don't ever underestimate how close-knit good football teams generally are. Yeah. And for a lot of a lot of situations like a Kyle Hamilton, he knows, okay, yeah, I'm going on. I'm going to be a first-round draft pick. But for these other guys, some of them that are seniors that aren't playing again, like this is the last time we're going to be together. Like I knew I was getting drafted. I played in a bowl game. Yeah. You know, I, 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 okay, football, I can get hurt working out, preparing for the, the combine. And that's the thing, too, and I know this will go down a different rabbit hole, but there's always this discussion where, you know, people who have never played anything competitive have said, well, you just got to opt out. I never begrudge a player for opting out. Yeah, players play. I've always believed but that. If, but people also forget, Sean, and you could speak to this much more than I can, you know, at the end of the day, you know, I, I think it was Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett, I think one of I, I might get the he played in like the Texas Bowl mm-hmm. with Texas A and M, and people asked him, "Well, why'd you play?" He said, "Those are my teammates. That's right. Those are my brothers. That's right. They want to play. You know, playing football. I know as crazy as it sounds, is actually fun to some people. People yeah. like playing the game. Now, if they opt out because it's you know fiscally the right move to make, I have no issues with that. But if they play, well, let them play. And yeah. Jalen Smith got injured." you know, in the Fiesta Bowl however many years ago, and he has been asked repeatedly, would you do it again? He said, yeah, absolutely. So I, I know we just got down and, rabbit hole. And there, I'm going to place, because right now, Notre Dame's 25-1 to 1 yep. to win the national championship. Yep. I'm going to put a couple hundred dollars today, tonight, mm. on Notre Dame to win the national championship. And if they don't make the college football playoff, let's just say everything holds form and they don't get in, I'll make my money back in the bowl game. Because I have a large bet on them. You're going to go against Sparty if they oh, yeah, play yeah. them. See, see, my Sparty, <laughs> my affiliation to Sparty was based on an evaluation I made after week one. That this team had the yeah. potential with Ohio State having a freshman quarterback. With Michigan having not yet faced its demons at the time. Getting to the Big Ten Championship game. And I felt like they, if they could get there, they could beat whoever the representative was from the other side. So once they lost to Ohio State, like, I didn't go to Michigan State. Like, Mel Tucker's Tucker's never, you know, been my boss. I mean, he didn't put money in the King family account. So, I mean, I'm not attached to Michigan State emotionally. I was attached to them based on a valuation that I made that they could win the Big Ten this season. So now that that dream has dissipated, I mean, if I feel like I need to fade them, I'm more than capable of making that happen. And if they play Notre Dame, I don't think they have a shot. Yeah. I really uh, don't. I just think that tight end is someone that they don't have a matchup for from Notre Dame, like defensively in that secondary. If you're talking about opt-out, 
a guy like Kenneth Walker will yeah. more than likely opt out because he just got to Michigan State. Yeah. I mean, he spent the majority of his career at Wake Forest. So if that's the matchup, then I'll make the money back on Notre Dame. But emotionally, Notre Dame's in a great spot if they get in. So I'm going to put a couple dollars on them tonight to win the college football championship. Because I, I thought it was interesting. Like, let's say hypothetically Notre Dame hired Luke Fickle. I think they would have been a fade in the bowl game because I think there would have been a situation where you might have had some transfer portals and players. I, I don't know. We're, we're and this getting... helps Cincinnati. Like, this yeah. also makes me feel I, I'm really bet. strong about taking yes. Cincinnati with, uh, with the 10. to cover the 10 yes, I this agree. weekend. Because I also heard Dana Holgerson, the uh, Houston coach, publicly lamenting the fact that it's unfair in some ways that in the American Athletic Conference, the championship game is not played on a neutral site. He was basically saying that that gives Cincinnati a huge advantage. And It does. When I hear a coach speaking in those terms, that means that they're already anticipating having issues with crowd noise, already having anticipating having issues with the environment. So – I already thought Cincinnati was the better team. I think the fact that Luke Fickle can walk in his team meeting tomorrow and say, I'm, I'm here, I'm with you guys, that's going to be a big deal. I now like Cincinnati to cover the 10.5 this Saturday as well. I was hoping it would be a little colder. Um, it will get down under freezing, it looks like, at nighttime. But Don't I'm, worry, what I tell you about Cincinnati home games. You tell me again. That's right. When you go in the locker room, God stays in the locker room for the second half. He does not come <laughs> back out. So all reports say that Marcus Freeman will be the next head coach of Notre Dame. Trickle-down effect. I'm with Sean. If you can get a 10, and we talked to Chris Andrews. What did Chris Andrews make that number? 14. Yeah. Trendy dog. Beware of the trendy dog. I'm just saying, I like Cincinnati now. Coaches, their players aren't looking over their shoulders. That's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. We're up and running. It's the Nightcap here on DC. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Smart journalism, fascinating topics, words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. 
I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back in the Nightcap. Being brought to you by, well, this segment of the Nightcap is being brought to you by Zin Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. No more smelling like an ashtray, no more spit cups, and no batteries to charge or leaky equipment to deal with. Zin Nicotine Pouches are a smoke-free, spit-free, and are available in 10 varieties like spearmint, wintergreen, citrus, and many more. For your convenience, each variety comes in two strengths, so you can easily find the satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zinn, America's number one nicotine pouch, is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, meaning it's never been easier to find your Zinn. So head on over to Zinn.com slash find to locate a store near you. That's Z-Y-N.com slash find. Warning, this product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. It's the nightcap here on VEASAN alongside Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. Halftime down at the Dean Dome. And North Carolina is a two-and-a-half-point home dog currently leading Michigan 29-27. I, I have no bets tonight, Sean. Puxodamus strikes again. And yeah, we'll get to that. Once again, great job tweeting that out and letting the people know, including me, that uh, your, your three-leg parlay that you Four. had. So we will get to that, which even makes it worse. Um, but uh, North Carolina leading Michigan. I thought about playing North Carolina tonight. I did not, and now they're up by two at the half. Long game to play. Uh, Wisconsin leading Georgia Tech at the break, 32-31. to 31. All right, let the good people know. Now, after you cash the ticket, Sean, what was your play, and why didn't you let any of us know? Puck Stradamus strikes again. Uh, I hit a four-team parlay tonight in hockey. I don't advise playing parlays, but I do play them in hockey because I'm Puck Stradamus, and that's what anytime you put Damus on your name, <laughs> that's what you do. So I had Never the lacking in I had the Rangers puck line. I think it was plus one thirty-five. Mm-hmm. I had the over in the uh, Seattle Kraken game. Actually, it was a three-team parlay. I'm sorry, the over in the Seattle uh, Kraken Detroit Red Wings game. It's five and a half, and uh, Red Wings actually just won in a shootout, four to three. And I also took one of the worst teams in hockey tonight, but they were playing what I think is the worst team in hockey. I took the Vancouver Canucks on the puck line, oh. plus 200. Yes, so that three-teamer came through, brought back a nice return on investment for Puckstradamus himself. I started to tweet it out, 
And I got a phone call as uh, I was thinking about it. Mm-hmm. And you know how you get in one of those long-winded phone calls, and it was about coaching staffs and who's mm-hmm. going where mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. my mindset. Mm-hmm. I, I forgot. Mm-hmm. And then the games had already And you started. forgot to text your, your partner, too. Yeah. I apologize. Yeah. What, what time did I put this ticket in? It wasn't, I, didn't have, I didn't have a lot of time because mm-hmm. the game started at 4. Does it, so it was actually 3.23. Oh, okay. So – I got back in the car. What could I have done in 37 minutes? I know. I got back in the my, car. Gone on and my phone and just, I apologize. Know. I got a phone call as soon as I got. I think I, I think by now, um, the Hawaii excuse is is no longer so valid. So this was not. This is the second straight time. So so this was not intentional this time. <laughs> I'm just trying to tell you. It wasn't. It wasn't intentional. I didn't know that a week into our uh, our partnership here that if I go on vacation, I need to get you something. So now I know. And uh, I will bring you I, back I apologize. on uh, on Wednesday. Let's not lose sight of what's important to our <laughs> listeners and our viewers. Puck, oh, no, Puck Stradamus strikes again. Cracking Red Wings over the five and a half. Hmm? Um, Rangers puck line, they won 4-1. And Vancouver Canucks puck line, they won 6-2. Isn't that three? Three-leg parlay. Yeah. And you said four. And three. I, I, you, I you misspoke. You on yourself. Well, initially, I was going to do Red Wings and over. And then I, the Kraken have been kind of playing better. I think they've won four of their last five. So, I wasn't sure. The Red Wings, I think, were playing back-to-backs. Now, ultimately, they ended up winning in the shootout. But <laughs> I was more comfortable with just going with the over. So, it happens. Well, congratulations. Even Puck Stradamus just, misses out Just sometimes. to you, congratulations. Because Thank uh, you. no one else, our viewers... I Your apologize. Twitter followers. I apologize. Me, our great staff back there. So you have to teach me something because I have, a, I have an Android. So, like, I don't know how if I take a picture, and please somebody hit me up on Twitter <laughs> and let me know. You know how to if I, a picture? No, if I take a picture with my Android, I don't know how to black out the player number on my ticket. Well, just write it in. Just tweet it out. Okay. That's a lot of work. What? You know, work. So, so if anybody that has an Android knows how to do that, in picture mode, how to actually black out the player number, then I'll start. All right. Um, Hashtag Puck, Puckstradamus, by the way. Allegedly. You know, I just, showed you the ticket. I, no, I saw the ticket. Yeah. You're just You're selfish. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's get to uh, Thursday Night Football. Taysom Hill, not surprising, Sean, but he will get the start. Yeah. Uh, and yesterday, you know, I, here I am kicking myself again because yesterday – uh, I made a, I made a visit to our friends at the South Point. I had to cash my under Buffalo uh, five and a half conference wins ticket. Easy winner. Uh, actually wrote that one up so people could read about it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I apologize. But uh, while I was there, I took Oregon plus the three for Friday night against Utah. Ooh. But I really thought long and hard about taking uh, the Saints, which I believe was. Five and a half as of last night, and I didn't, and now it's down to four and a half. Now nah, we didn't go through any key numbers there, but five is, you know, you still like to get the best of the number. So the number's moving down now that Taysom Hill is officially in. I like the Saints still. I, I think they're going to be a live home dog in this spot. Where are you with Taysom Hill at starting at quarterback? Well, I like the Saints to win this game outright, and here's why. It's more a play on Sean Payton as much as anything. Since 2015, with Sean Payton as the head coach, the Saints have never lost 
five games in a row since that time. So, I mean, he has a track record of mm-hmm. figuring out how to get the ship righted when they get in these situations. Also, this specific rivalry, Dallas Cowboys, New Orleans Saints, the last five times they've played, the home team has won all five. So in the Saints, that would have been 2013, 2015, 2019. Where's this game? New, New Orleans. Orleans. The yep. two games that Dallas won in 14 and 18 were both in Dallas. So it seems like the home team has a huge advantage in this particular series. And because Taysom Hill is a starting quarterback, I think that's going to negate what has been the best defensive player in the month of November for the Cowboys and in a lot of ways in the National Football League, which is Michael Parsons. Six and a half sacks in November, tops in the league. I can't see the Saints attempting more than 15 to 17 passes with Taysom Hill at quarterback. They're going to run the ball. You know, when they do throw it, it's going to be play action. Like, that's going to take away what Michael Parsons does best. They're going to force that Dallas front to defend the run. I'm not sure if they can hold up for the entirety of the game. I think the Saints do just enough, not to just cover, but to win this game outright and really create some panic in Dallas because Dallas still isn't completely healthy. They don't have all of their guns. I just think they're in a very – now, I don't want to say they lack confidence, but uncertain, period. And I don't think going to New Orleans, that crowd, they'll be rabid. I just talked to a couple of guys that actually covered the Dallas Cowboys. They're down on Bourbon, and they say Saints fans are everywhere. They're excited for this contest. Like, they haven't given up in New Orleans. Like, they look at that playoff roster, and they see that it, it's unbelievable, but the Saints are still in playoff contention. And now they're getting Taysom Hill back, who's 3-1 and one as a starter yep. in the National Football League. So I know a lot of people are going to be on Dallas because of what Dallas did early in the season. But if you look at Dallas over the last four games, they have not been the same team. So I'm going with the Saints to win outright tomorrow night. Uh, North Carolina's up six now. Man, I said something to Aaron Oster, too, our producer. He's like, you have anything tonight? I was like, no. Think about playing North Carolina game. It already started. So I just did a whole dissertation on the Cowboys Saints. Now we're up. And you're talking about North Carolina, Michigan. Yeah. Earth to ginger. I'm just. Earth to ginger. Look, when I make bad bets. You keep it to yourself. I keep it to myself. Yeah. But when I miss good bets, I let but people it's know. it's not a bad bet yet. The game's still going. It's that's, 15 minutes left. That's true. Um, back to Taysom Hill. Um yeah, I, I'm with you. I, you know, I, I think it is. You, you look back at when he made his first start last year, which was against Atlanta, 18 to 23 mm-hmm. through the air, 10 carries, 49 yards, rushed for two touchdowns. I think you can get some plus money. Uh, I know you can at DraftKings on Taysom Hill anytime touchdown. I think that's something to keep an eye on there uh, because his first two starts last year, he had four rushing touchdowns. So. But I was a, and you were too, more so than I. This offseason, I thought it was ridiculous that we were even having a conversation about who should be the starting quarterback. It was Jameis all along, and Jameis won the job. But now, after watching Trevor Simeon and Jameis being out, this was a no-brainer. It gives the Saints something different. Mm -hmm. They were losing with Trevor Simeon. They were 0-4 with Trevor Simeon. I think they're live tomorrow. I think this is... uh, this is a big spot for New Orleans at home. And remember, not short rests. Both these teams played on Thanksgiving, so no one, no rest disadvantage there. I, I like the points. I would take the points with the New Orleans Saints. That's Sean. I'm Tim Matoy Pearson from WinBet. Going to join us in studio next right here on the Nightcap.
This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. VEASAN holiday offer is here. Right now, when you sign up for our $99 midseason football special, you also receive a $20 credit to the VEASAN store. Get all our expert sports betting analysis, insights, and data for the rest of the football season, plus $20 to buy VEASAN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear. Hurry, this is a limited time offer, so sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift at VEASAN.com slash subscribe it's a holiday gift on december 1st because our guy matoy pearson in the building <laughs> odds maker from WinBet, with us for the next couple of segments of course sean king right there i'm yeah. tim murray we've got college basketball going on i don't want to look at this score i'm annoyed that north carolina is winning by nine now but we got a big weekend of college football mr pearson of course yeah no i appreciate you guys having me back on Seriously, man, you guys hyping me up. You guys got me all, like, giddy, man. Yeah, man. Oh, he's like a DJ. Y'all going to make me lose my mind up in here. Yeah, man. No, it's, uh, you know, it's a pleasure to be back, man. I appreciate y'all. So I'm just going to kind of go down because you're a big college football guy. Uh, you and, and Matt Lindemann work hard on those numbers. Well, you know, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> maybe, maybe you work <laughs> hard take, on those numbers. Give or take, yeah. Um, I, I, I'm kind of going to bounce around, Sean. Feel free to jump in wherever, but – um, what did you guys open? Because the biggest mover so far that I can gather is the CUSA championship at UT San Antonio. My Western Kentucky, Bailey Zappies, are now a three-point favorite. You guys open this, I believe, uh, two and a half in favor of UTSA? Well, <laughs> the funny thing is, like, uh, like uh, the program that we deal with usually would put in a line mm-hmm. if, um, you know, we don't get there in time to, like, kill the feed on it. Okay. So I think Lindy had that line, uh, uh, Hilltoppers 2. and really? I, had, I had, like, pick or one. Okay. You know, so, um, yeah, you know, it was <laughs> kind of an unfortunate deal for it to open like that just because of, you know, how the program is kind of constructed. But, you know, we try to flip it as quick as we can because, you know, the, the toppers have been crushing, you know, for the past few weeks. So this is a situation where your numbers – probably are more in line with where it is now. And now when you see it get to three, is this maybe getting a little too far in Western Kentucky's favor? I don't know. I mean, you know, we've, we've respected them enough just to watch them after they played, you know, the rough part of their season when they had to play Michigan State, you know, a few of those other big teams before they actually Lost got Lost the UTSA out. by six. You know, so, um, you know, getting back up into, uh, you know, a game like this where they could face them again. Uh, we're just waiting for the action to come in on UTSA mm-hmm. to kind of position ourselves on where we want to be, you know, before kick. Well, I'm going to go ahead and say this. <laughs> UTSA is going to win outright. All right. I like this that. This is another one of those just, tricky. He's just a hater. Because yeah, I, I, t- I have a 10 to 1 ticket on Western Kentucky. He knows that. Right. I haven't bet this game. And, you know, he's kind of been sitting there. And now, oh, yeah, UTSA is going to win. Well, well, right. well he hear wants. me out. Hear me out. Why? Hater. It has nothing to do with your hater. earlier wager. Hater. So if I'm wrong, then you win. But I'm very rarely a genius is wrong. So uh-huh. that's fair. Uh-huh. UTSA I think that's right. is playing in Conference USA. Conference USA and the American Athletic Conference have these weird championship games that are not at neutral sites. Mm -hmm. This game is actually in San Antonio. They just locked up their head coach with this market moving. Like, they paid him an absurd amount for a Conference USA school. 
the entire city of San Antonio will be at this game. Western Kentucky is going to come with maybe 4,500 people, and everyone else in the building will be UTSA supporters. I think that means something. You know, I, I really do. They, they beat them in a shootout, so they've already proven to themselves that if it turns into a, okay, nobody plays defense, they went to Bowling Green, Kentucky, and beat Western 52-46. I think because you've seen the offense second time around, defenses are a little bit better. They understand what they're trying to get accomplished on the screen game at Western Kentucky. I, I'd be careful with this game. I, I really think UTSA has not, in their conference, been in the role of underdog. And I think uh, Trailer is the head coach. Yep, trailer. He'll yeah. use that to motivate his guys. I, I really do. Um, so I just be careful with this game. Yeah. I, I think UTSA is a, a live home dog, as Tim likes to yeah, say. Yeah, they, they sold out. Uh, yeah. Like they're they had like all their tickets sold out within like a couple days. Yeah. So I mean, you know, they've been ready for this. They didn't really care about that North Texas game. That kind of just passed that on yeah. to get everyone healthy. And, for, and to give you some game. context, UTSA is one of those schools that has a burgeoning football program. That fan base thinks that this is big-time football. Yeah. They know this is an opportunity to present their yes. product Spurs are out. to America. I'm telling Road you, runners are this in. thing going to be crazy now. Don't get yeah. caught up in what Zappy and those that those oh, I'll get caught West up of Kentucky <laughs> toppers have done. Just, be careful. Just dropped 46 in the second half of March. Yeah, I'm, going, I'm going UTSA and win outright. Hater. All right, let's, uh, let's, stay, let's stay on Friday. Matoy Pearson in studio uh, from WinBet. Uh, you guys have moved this number. Uh, it's, it's common around the market, but uh, some going back to three. Utah and Oregon here at Allegiant Stadium. Um, I, I like Oregon. Uh, I took three uh, in town yesterday. Uh, I think this is you know one of those tricky spots where I liked Utah a couple weeks ago when it was in Salt Lake City, and they thumped them. Now my crazy mind says, well, now I want to play Oregon because it's the same line. So what, what do you think about Pac-12 championship Oregon and Utah? Yeah, unfortunately, I played Oregon in that game, you know, at Utah. So, <laughs> um, you know, it, bet, between my power rankings and, my, and myself, you know, it, it was, you know, around pick or one Utah. So, you know, getting the three, you know, it seemed good at the time before you lose 38-7 to seven or whatever the case is. But I'll, I'll be at that Allegiant game. You know, oh, yeah? I, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll be there in, a, in attendance and – um, so know, is that a good thing or a bad thing for my bet? I don't, I don't know. I think that's a good are thing. Are you bringing the good mojo I feel like for that, Yeah, the good vibes are coming. Right, so right. I'll have ducks again. Okay. But, okay. From a, but from a booking standpoint, yeah, we've you know, we been fighting between two and a half and three. But none of it's like, you know, real respected money. People mm-hmm. are just kind of testing the market right now. You know, I, I see it as Oregon closing like around two and a half, two. Okay. You know, the line's already sharp enough as it is. But, you know, I think there's more respect on Oregon playing on a neutral field instead of, you know, in front of hundreds of thousands of these Utah, you know, rabid fans. So, you know, it's... Tough to play there. I think it'll be a little bit uh, better for Oregon around this time. Yeah, see, I'm taking Oregon in this one, too, because, and I know two of the losses were before they changed quarterback, but their three losses are, are road games at BYU, at San Diego State, after they made the change at quarterback at Oregon State. To me, Utah can beat anyone in the country at home. Yeah. But I think even though they travel well, this will be a controlled environment. Even though Oregon's a cold-weather climate, it's different when you, you go think, to Utah. You think they could beat Georgia? In Utah, I definitely think it's. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, think I definitely think it's a close game. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like that crowd is crazy. It yeah. fits what they want to do. Like they have very high football IQ fan base. Yeah, like their crowd knows when to get loud, when to allow their own offense to operate without those same impediments. I, I like Oregon in, in this game as well. I think Crystal Ball has something to prove. Uh, 
A lot of pride with these head coaches. And I think there's I'll a chip, I think yeah. there's a chip on Cristobal's shoulder. I think because yeah. he wasn't the lead name for LSU, USC, Notre Dame, all of these openings. Trust me, he's at Oregon. He's happy. If he could leave for a better program, he would leave. He's always wanted to come back. He didn't get Florida. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think he feels like, okay, I'm going to show everybody that the coach they should have tried to get is right here in Eugene. Yeah. I I uh I agree, and I think you know, um I think both these teams are going to be motivated because I, I, I think they care about playing in the Rose Bowl. One bowl before we hit the break, and then on the other side, we'll look at Georgia, Alabama, Iowa, Michigan, uh, and you've got some you know you've had some interesting Heisman futures markets. I'm curious where you guys are at yeah, uh, yeah, with we'll that because it is wide open uh, <laughs> right now. I'll have to give you my take, my my hot take on, sure. on who's going to bring it on it. home. I know I'm a Baylor, it. Oklahoma State. I like the dog here. Uh, they, another situation where these two teams have played, um, and now the pressure is on the Pokes, man. The pressure was on them last week, and, you know, Sean and I, we talk about letdown spots. I don't know if this – I mean, you beat Oklahoma. It's a different thing down in Oklahoma uh, in the state there. I mean, they put up a billboard, I think, in New Norman today saying, you know, best team in, ta- in the state. They've been, there, been waiting for that. There's a lot on the line, obviously. They win. They're in the college football playoff. I, the quarterback situation at Baylor, we've got an injury, so he may, you know, he's kind of up in the air there. I love Dave Aranda. I think they're live here. I would take the five and a half in a, you know, in a, in a relatively low total game of 46 and a half. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if uh, what Bohannon, uh, his injury, I know it's been lingering for a couple weeks but when they played, played last a, week. Yeah, you know, and they, I, they probably took it a little bit, you know, easier, um, you know, Texas Tech. Seemed like they were getting something together, so it was probably a you know a good spot for Texas Tech in that game against Baylor. Uh, I think me and Lindy got a you know differences in this. Uh, Baylor's had a spectacular season. I mean, they could be in the same position right there. Um, you know where where you know uh, where uh, Oklahoma State is. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so obviously Iran has done a great job from year one to year two. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I kind of like the dog personally, but you know, every time I feel like I've you know had a uh, uh, an opinion against Oklahoma State, I lose by thirty every time. Right. I don't know how many times <laughs> that could possibly happen in a season. You know, I can do that. I can only pull that you know with a couple teams. But um, you know, I, I'm gonna still you know probably book towards the dog as much as I can. But you know, we'll we'll see how the results go after. I don't know anything about this game except it will be the shortest conference championship game from actually. Time played yeah. of any of them. They, they might not throw with 20 total passes. This is going to be That's tough man football. Yeah. Oklahoma State. Yeah, it's going to be tough man football. Team, yeah. I mean, I kind of want to see the pokes in the playoff. I, don't. I, just, I like new blood, but. Uh, I got a ticket on Notre Dame. Let's go to break. Kill it right now. Quite, quite the hot take. Uh, it is the nightcap. Motoy Pearson get to hang out for one more segment right here on VSIN. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 
smart journalism, fascinating topics, words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vsin.com to check the current betting splits data. This new feature gives you insights on where the money and bets are moving for every game. You'll be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. Data is available for Moneyline, over, under, and against the spread bets. Betting splits are just another way. vsin is here to make you a smarter better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vsin.com. It is the nightcap here on VSIN. Matoy Pearson hanging out for another segment. We always appreciate him. Still here, baby. Jumping on by. Yeah. and uh, He's smart. He is a smart guy. You know I don't how, know about you know that, how man. great it is to be blessed with a smart person. I don't know about any of that. That is just crazy. It's a lot sitting next to the ginger genius. You know, <laughs> every true. day I come in, you know, my self-confidence. So, you know, I got to pump myself up because he's just so knowledgeable and right, like, none of the time. Like, you know, it's a real <laughs> strain. <laughs> I forget. Did Michigan State cover against Ohio State, or <laughs> did they win outright? Why are you talking I, about other stuff? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. There's a, there's a bunch of things I want to hit on, but let's get to the SEC championship game. Uh, I, whew, man, first time I think since 2015 that Alabama is a dog. Yeah. Uh, Ninety-two, three straight games, something. And like that. I think they were fourteen and one that year, but I think they were a dog at LSU in the regular season. Is either that or LSU Georgia. was rated fourth, and they were seventh. Wow. So looking at this game, I'm imagining Mo that the public's going to be on Georgia in this spot. 
Are you guys, how are you going to book this game? Because my feeling is, and we talked to Chris Andrews yesterday over at the South Point, he said he touched seven, gobbled up right away. So it, yeah. it feels like six and a half is almost kind of where we have to stay, right? Well, I mean, you got to understand, like, you know, but, you know, within Circa and a lot of the books outside, um, you know, us included, we all opened up about four and a half, five. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it only took a Georgia blowout against, uh, you know, their rival and, uh, you know, a tough game in the Iron Bowl for Alabama for that line to kind of get ran up from five to five and a half to six. So, you know, just like how Ohio State had their, uh, you know, big win against uh, Michigan State while that line kind of ran yep. up, you know, got up to seven and a half, eight. You'll see a lot of, uh, um, you know, it's going to get to seven again, Is this... uh, you know, at some point, and they're going to be buying it back anyway. So let me ask you this, because, you know, Circa had the look ahead line two weeks, three weeks, whatever it was. It was three, three and a half. I think you guys had, you said four and a half. Is this an overreaction to Alabama almost losing to Auburn. Is this an opportunity to get Alabama on sale? I think most of the people I've, you know, have spoken to about, you know, putting this lineup or kind of seeing it get to six, think it's more correct at six yeah. than it was at four and a half. Okay. You know, that was just kind of a power ranking up until those games. So, you know, I, it's going to be tough to really, you know, book against Bama, but, you know, we got to respect the Georgia money. If we get in, we'll figure it out from, uh, you know, from there. Bama money line. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Yeah. yeah. Just off of GP, like if Alabama wins and I had the chance to back the Crimson Tide under Nick Saban and get plus 210, 215, which one is it? Yeah, about, about there. Yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah, I wouldn't, be able, to, I wouldn't be able to live with myself. So I'm going Bama Moneyline because I think they're going to win outright. General or they're principle? Gonna, or they're going to lose by double digits. Okay. I don't see a scenario where they lose by a field goal. I just either Nick's going to have them right. And Bryce Young is going to play a Heisman Trophy-winning game, or George is going to overwhelm him, and, and it's going to be separation. I, I don't see a scenario where it's anywhere in between. Houston, Cincinnati. You know, we were talking about this earlier in the show about uh, you know Notre Dame hiring Marcus Freeman, <clears throat> and the trickle-down effect is now Luke Fickle staying at Cincinnati. Uh, he was long rumored to be destined for Notre Dame if that job ever came open. There, Ohio State. And uh, Notre Dame's made their hire. So maybe that's a, a breath of fresh air to the Cincinnati locker room. Maybe we're looking too much into it. I'm curious your thoughts on this game because to me, when I look at this board and you're looking for, if you, if you like to find that uh, trendy dog, it feels like to me that Houston is that trendy dog. Um, Cincinnati, last couple games, and I know our friend Pam Maldonado was uh, talking on Twitter today about SMU was missing one of their top wide receivers, so it's hard to look at that game uh, really all that closely, and that's fair. I, I just think Cincinnati's playing better. It's going to be cold. It's at Cincinnati. Uh, what do you think about Cincinnati-Houston? I kind of had the number a little bit higher, you know, around 12 or 12 and a half for yeah. Cincy. So, um, you know, I've you know had great respect for Houston earlier in the season. Uh, you know, even after the loss to Texas Tech, I've kind of been following them, seeing them, you know, and I, I respect that they actually made it into the uh, American Championship. So, you know, I'll have respect for any bets that I see on Houston, but, you know, regardless of, you know, how SMU, you know, with the receiver being out, you know, Cincinnati's kind of, they're, they're seeing it now. Team's kind of falling off. You know, they're, they're, they have a chance for the playoff and to get in. You know, they didn't have the style points against teams like Tulane, Tulsa, but they can get them, you know, if they can win big against these teams. And it seems like, you know, East Carolina, SMU, all the way down to Houston, you know, they win by 30 in this game. It'll be, you know, almost undeniable for them to get into a playoff. So, you know, not from a booking standpoint, um, you know, to see something like that, I just kind of see you think Cincinnati pub- being a better team. Seeing that it's a big number like this, Houston's 11-1, and one, and I feel like the Navy game, the Tulane game, the Tulsa game kind of spooked the public, 
And my gut, now I could be completely off base talking to you, but my gut is that the public's going to see those points and want to grab them. Yeah. You think that's true? Well, uh, it's... Because public ultimately likes to, they like the favorites, but I don't know. I feel like this spot, maybe Houston could be that trendy dog. It's just tough to kind of like put public to Houston because they don't watch them. Yeah, you know, like we're true. like a Georgia and Bama. So, you know, maybe it might be fun to take the points in a game that, you know, seems like it could be a really good one because since his name is ringing out, but, you know, I, I would respect the Cincinnati money over anything up until, you know, this point. Yeah, Cincinnati by 21. Here we go. Yeah, I fo- like it. Football's an emotional sport. The actual game a lot of times comes down to being able to physically dominate another person. And this game being at Nippert, Luke Fickle now being unquestioned Stan. lead dog of mm-hmm. this football team. And if you look at Cincy, they had a lull in the middle. I think they kind of got bored. You know, they, they weren't paying attention in practice. You can tell. They weren't on top of the details. They were coasting. But these last two weeks, I mean, 48-14 against SMU. And East Carolina was really feeling themselves. I played there multiple times. A very hard place to go and play. They ended up winning 35-13. I just don't think Houston's quarterback is consistent enough. I, I think since he wins the game, let's say 38 to 20, 21, something like that. Like, I, I think they make a point in a statement. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, people are going to have to sweat that one out at the end. Yeah, Probably. 38-21 yeah, is pr- I, just as good to sweat it out I late, I laid man. 10, so I'm going to be sweating it out. There's no <laughs> doubt. Uh, Matoy Pearson in studio. Um, real quickly, let's get Iowa-Michigan. Uh, this one, uh, you guys have got it at 11. Most places do as well. Um, uh, Sean likes Iowa in this spot. I lean that way. Haven't, uh, yeah, I haven't decided what I'm going to do. I like Aiden Hutchinson to win the Heisman Trophy. That's my, oh, man. That's my hot take here. We so. both have that. Uh, so, uh, do you so guys I, get it at 10 to one or 20? Oh, okay. Beautiful. Yeah. Just across the awesome. street at Boyd's. Yeah. Right around the way. Yeah. So, okay. um, what do you, how do you think you'll book this game? Iowa, Michigan, you know, because what have you done for me lately? Michigan just in front of the largest watched college football game by far in the year over 15 million people. They beat Ohio state. And now here they are again. They want to lay it. This is going to be like a parlay killer. You yeah. know what I mean? This is going to be an every three, four, five teamer you can get on Saturday, you know, tied in with Oregon or whoever. So, uh, you know, we're looking for <laughs> for them to not cover. I think that'd probably be a big deal for us. If they lose, we'll clean up huge. So, um, you know, it's not like I'm hoping Michigan loses or anything. I think they're immensely the better team. And, you know, I, the number is about right. I can't play a game like this. Yeah, if you watch closely, the Ohio State win was not about skill. It was about emotion, fortitude, desire, like commitment to we're not failing today no matter what. When you exert that kind of energy, it was very difficult for 18 to 20-year-olds to then turn around the following Saturday and play at the same pitch. Like Now, they'll be more talented, so that may get them through, but I don't think they can cover the 10.5, 11, you know, whatever number – that is, and I think it's going to be a fourth-quarter game. I don't think if Michigan's not careful, they could do the most hardball-like thing ever. Oh, man. I, I was and beat Ohio it. State finally and then lose. Iowa's good for at least two turnovers late. Oh, they yeah. have no you know, sense to or logic to why they got that turnover. Plus, Harbaugh's distracted. Sure. So I've got yeah. the hottest take in the country right now. Here we go. Yeah. You about to lay it down? Yeah, Harbaugh's leaving Michigan to be the next coach of the Las Vegas Raiders. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Are we hearing this first? Has this been brought he, up oh, yeah. yesterday on yesterday. this show? That's yeah. what he said. This I'm is breaking it news. First, so for me, it's breaking. Yeah, it's news. breaking news. Harbaugh's leaving Michigan. He's done everything he came there to do, and he'll be the next coach of Las Vegas. I'm, about to he- I'm heating that take. Oh man, uh, I like it. I like it. Uh, By the way, I told him I had the school wrong, but I told him about a week. Was it ten? 
You can't. You that can't Brian have... Kelly. That Brian Kelly was leaving Notre Dame, and you know what he told me? No way. No. I what, said he was going. Happened? He said he was going the, to the, USC. I said he was going to USC. Were you correct? Okay. No, but he, the only reason he's not at USC is because at the last minute, Lincoln Riley turned down LSU and took SC. He's the only guy. He's going to take credit for being wrong. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, I guess in a way, you know. He was Did LSU and... offer it to Lincoln Riley first? If he takes LSU, I'm telling you, Brian's going to SC. <laughs> yeah. Well, if my hair was brown, it'd, I'd be not a ginger. Is Brian so, Kelly the head coach of Notre Dame? He is not. He's not the head coach of USC. My so tea leaves are making you good were wrong. Tea. Go to break. Yeah. How did Michigan State do against Ohio State? <laughs> All right, that's Matoy Pearson. He's the man. Check him out at Heed These Takes on Twitter. It's Mike Cap here on Beeson. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you.